welcome to the Greenville Smart Podcast. I'm your host, Elaine McNamara, the director of the Greenville Chamber of Commerce and the uh, director of operations here at the Smart Center in Greenville. The Greenville Smart Podcast is brought to you by our friends at Greenville University, the Greenville Chamber of Commerce, Greenville Smart, of course, and our friends at Bradford National Bank. Bradford National Bank with locations in Greenville, Highland, and Marine the bank that reinvests back into the communities that they serve. Find them online at bradfordbank.com. I am flying without Deloitte today, so sorry, all you Deloitte fans out there. Uh, I do have a special guest, the delightful Christine Orr. Oh, delightful. <laughs> that's exciting. Yeah. Well, you are. You are, Joy. You are delight, And that's probably why you work for Illinois. I'm going to have South... Yeah, Illinois South, South Tourism. Tourism. Yes. What is your official title? So I'm the sales manager. Okay. Yes. But, is it, but it's like for the district, right? Or- yeah. So we cover 22 counties. Okay. With our uh, convention and visitors bureau. So yeah, 22 counties stretching from the the Mississippi River all the way over to the Indiana border and a lot of territory. A lot of, a lot territory. of territory. A lot of beautiful territory, too. Yeah. Yes. That's what's kind of yes. cool. It's fantastic. And, and, and folks, you may have seen, I'm sure you've seen their their booklets around, I know around Greenville, the tourism booklets, um, and you've seen probably on Facebook some of the great videos you guys do. Yep. With a lot of our local attractions, um, how did you get started in all of this? Oh my gosh! Uh, okay, so my my real history is in hotels. So okay. I did hotel catering, hotel sales, the whole nine yards, hospitality. So sure. that was that was my major, and that was my major in college because it had no math. So I like that. Why I went right for it. I'm like no Smart. math. Yes, this is this is my goal. So I did that and then um, was in the hotel business for, for quite some time and um, got out of it and knew the previous director or a couple directors um, prior to the, prior to who we have now, but um, her name was Joe Catherine. So we became friends and I was kind of looking to get out of hotels and said, sure. hey, are you hiring? And that's how it started. Wow. And yeah, the rest is history. So kind of, yeah. So yeah. how long ago was this? Okay. So I've been with the Bureau um, since July of 2011. Oh, wow. Yeah. I started out as the admin. Okay. And then um, the sales position to open up. And I said, sure. Yeah. Might so, as well just roll right in. Roll, roll right in. Right in. Yep. Well, so this year has been, I'm going to guess, a lot different than the other eight years that you've been... <laughs> <laughs> That's job. putting it nicely. Yes, absolutely. So normally, I'm I'm guessing with your your position, you're probably hustling and bustling. Maybe you're still doing. I I think you're still hustling and bustling a lot because we've talked to you several times, yep. and I know you stay in contact with all the the chambers of commerce and the tourism directors. Um, but what do you do when it's a year like 2020? What do you do? We pray for 2021. <laughs> 2020 has been a year that I've never seen and lived oh, no. through ever. And, um, you know, and it came on so darn quickly. Yeah. And all of a sudden it's like we're in lockdown and what the heck do we do? And uh, in a sales perspective, you literally come to a screeching halt. Right. You know, there's nothing that you can do. And, nor can you really expect a community to do anything like that because they're holding on as well to everything. So you just go back to the basics. You know, you go yeah. back to building the relationships and getting out to the community and saying, you know, when things turn around, which they will sure. turn around, there is a light at the end of the tunnel, I think. I hope and pray. I see it, a glimmer <laughs> of it. But you, you then hope that 
those relationships then can continue to build. And then when things do come back full force, that you're back on track with helping them promote events. I think, yeah, I think that's a great way to look at it and a great uh, way to spend your time when there's not a lot going on. Because I think that I've gotten, I mean, just we've had a couple of visits that I, and I've, and I've been able to maybe focus in more on the, the, you know, the tourism part that used to be part of the chamber, but now is its own thing. But it's, it's um, given me a chance in my position to spend more time talking with our tourism director, Jess Adam, mm-hmm. and getting to know you a little bit better. And I think um, any in any kind of sales situation or uh, in any situation where you have clients that there's, you know, you have a lot of them, you have to get in touch with them, but you don't always have the time. When you have the time, that's the most valuable thing. You're right. It's just to build those relationships. Yeah, absolutely. Because then when things start kicking up again... I can just say, hey, Christine, because now we've developed this rapport and this, this, um, this strength and relationship. And I think that's a good way to look at it and a good way to, you know, be more creative with our time when it's completely changed. Creative is a fantastic word. Creative is. Creative has been a word on everybody's mind about how do we do things differently? How do we, move forward, how do we still bring people to the communities? And so I I think starting off when when COVID first hit and we were locked down, we were at home working, which that is not the place for me. No, I I can't work at home. I can't, you know, I got to be out. I got to be out and about. That was, woo, that was too much for me. So, um, but one of the first events that, you know, kind of came out of all of this was the the Cheese Fest with Mark Coot, Jersey. Right. And we were so excited about it. And um, and they really, you know, Greenville is a great community, first of all. And so when Marcoot came out and did their cheese fest, how they planned it down to the T and how they implemented everything and, and, and brought people to the community, I thought was absolutely hands down fabulous. It was it was um, unexpectedly fantastic. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 uh, I said, I got to check it out. I had to go check it out. Mm-hmm. And. You know, normally there's a lot of walking around and getting, you know, really involved and getting to take the, you know, but they really did. They stepped up and they just, they let you have the experience without the normal interaction, but it was a different, the same, but different. Yeah. You know? And it, there was a fantastic turnout. Amazing. I couldn't turnout. believe how many cars were there dr- doing the drive through uh, Cheese Fest. It was, they really, really, they just really, you know, said, well, the show's got to go on and here's what we got to do. And you guys were a big, big help in that as well. Well, big part and of that. we, in the, you know, the folks out at Marcoot are on a level of their own. I mean, oh, sure. they are amazing. They're fantastic. They're so personable and they're easy to work with. I mean, they're easy yeah. to, to want, they're easy to want to do things they're, for. They are. And they're, you know, their whole background, even starting their business comes from a place of, okay. What do we need to do? Yeah. That's how they are. That family is, uh, okay, we can, we could cry about it or we could step it up and mm-hmm. just take care of business and, um, make it wonderful. It, from start to finish, the yeah. whole thing was amazing. And, and, you know, as you're driving through and, and again, um, I mean, I could talk about this for hours, but, <laughs> uh, you know, by the end of it, you know, we had purchased things and we yeah. brought a cooler because we kind of knew what was going on. So we bought a cooler. And the other thing that, and we've told a ton of communities about this is that, 
the one thing that they did was bring the community as a whole, Greenville, into it. So they had coupons right. that you could go and when you're coming downtown, you can get a coffee. You can, you know, go downstairs and get, you know, something to eat. So it, it was... um it was such a great idea because not only did we spend time at Marcoot, we also spent time downtown Greenville. Right. It and did. spent more money. Right. It did. It brought you into town, which was great. There was some uh, retail um, offers in there as well. And yeah, it was just, uh, you know, I, and I've said this before on the podcast, um, you know, if any, you know, we talk about if anything good can come out of all of this. Uh, like, you know, first of all, the relationships we're building when we have the time now to build them mm-hmm. and the uh, creativity and the partnerships. I think, you know, that goes back to the relationships, but I see more and more of our local businesses um, who you might, you know, the, there used to be the term strange bedfellows, you know, <laughs> um, but, and it, you know, people teaming up, businesses teaming up that might not otherwise have ever done so. Well, exactly. In in our position, you know, in tourism, we've always been there as the the marketing arm, helping promote events and bringing people to the communities. But now, it's really turned into more of like tourism and economic development going hand in hand. Yeah. So if, if there is no event, well, how can we bring people to the communities yeah. to spend money? You know, and or you know, and who knows? I mean, if they come to a community, they may love it. They may live there. They right. May decide to move or start a new business. Who knows? So. It's all kind of crazily hand in hand how it all kind of plays out. It really is. It, it it's. I mean, not, not maybe not everybody notices that or, or knows about that. But these, you know, sometimes people think, why are you spending so much time on this event when you know, you know, maybe someone is upset because it takes place right in front of their shop, and maybe it doesn't bring in people that day. But here's the thing: I, I moved to Southern Illinois because of well. The section of Southern Illinois I moved to because of certain event. I went to, um, it was a, a Christmas event in Highland. Oh, okay. Uh, first time I'd ever gone. And I lived in, you know, about 30 minutes from Highland at the time. And we came in for, for Christmas and I thought, oh my gosh, this is, it's beautiful and it's so fun and it was such community involvement. And so we moved there and I lived in Highland for 12 years, mainly because of the cool events that they, they put on. It brought people there because you experienced that small town life and you wanted that. Right. And that's part of what we do. Mm -hmm. You know, we, there's so many great, you know, small towns, communities, little cities, in the 22 counties that people don't know about. Right. And with everything going on now with people, you know, maybe not wanting to fly or do whatever, it's like, hey, go in your backyard. You know, come travel the 22 counties. You're going to find something in each community that you never knew was there and that you may come back for. And that's, that's like you said, that's what it's all about. Yeah, I love that. And I think that's, it's, it's making people stop and actually um, not, overlook what's right around them and not looking past it, not looking to, yeah, I'm going to go to the islands or whatever. I mean, we would all like to go there. Believe me, (laughs) Christine and I would probably just take off right now. If you, I'm actually there right now. Uh, (laughs) I'm already there, but but it's, it's giving us a chance to step back and take a road trip and maybe go down and see the garden of the gods or, you know, go to, to KZ and, and look at the, the, the giant, mm-hmm. the world's largest items that you might not have ever seen. What a fun concept. Or maybe it's coming to Greenville and, um, you know, going to Marcoot and, uh, you know, stopping by the milk house and seeing the sunflowers mm-hmm. out there. That's right. And then it's bringing you by our parks in town. And eventually we will all have, 
events happening like they did before, maybe bigger. And with taking this time to step back, we're also thinking about different ways of doing events and different events. Yes, where exactly. In our regular regular years, it's, okay, boom, this event, boom, that event, get ready for the next event. But now, you know, sad to say there aren't as many events, but now we have a chance to reevaluate and um, and maybe grow and maybe find even events that make more sense. Absolutely. More people, people are taking the time to think outside the box and create different events, um, create better events, yeah. create something that's just, it's just going to attract people, you know, and it's, it's, it is, it's refreshing to see the communities working together to do that and the new ideas that they're coming up with, yeah. because there's ideas that, you know, we never even thought of, Isn't or and it's something? like, Oh my God, that's a fantastic idea. Right. We got to get on board and help you with this. And so, um, where it's been, well, I, you know, they always say unprecedented, it's I know. Been an unprecedented <laughs> year. Um, you know, one that we've never seen before, but maybe it was just a time for us to kind of say, Hey, let's refocus. Let's get back on track. Let's do this. I mean, do we want to go through 2020 again? No, never. No. But, um, but it's it's building the relationships, getting back to the basics and helping people come up with different ideas or promoting their ideas or, you know, it, it's it's exciting in a way and I'm ready I'm ready for twenty twenty one. I'm ready for right. it. Right. And yeah, hopefully twenty twenty one is, you know, everything we hoped that this year would be from your mouth to God's ears. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> so what is is in our 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 brochure, our Southern mm-hmm. Illinois yep. Uh, magazine when it's a time like this does it does it providing you is it are you pointing out those little things that people might not have thought about is it yeah and a lot of times too with so we do a couple different things Mm -hmm. we have an annual publication we put out and that's our visitor guide right typically has come out in january every year and it will go into a little bit more detail about the communities the counties that we cover um attractions, museums, um, shops, things to do, family fun things to do. And so that book is something that we put out on an annual basis. Um, then we also do a couple of other publications throughout the year, which are seasonally based and event based. So there'll be like a spring, summer, fall, winter, and those will highlight the events that are coming, you know, during those, during that time frame during that season. But with everything going on, we kind of opted not to do a fall and a holiday tourism times just because, you know, we could put it in print and then two days later, the event might cancel or the event might be skewed a little bit or whatever. So we just thought, you know, now's the time to step on board the Facebook platform, which everyone is on. I mean, it is an amazing platform for us that we can get the word out about things that are going on. And you know, what the, what the publications don't do and we do in house are the videos, like you had mentioned mm-hmm. earlier. Those have gotten really good. You know, we've had success with that. It's got really good foot traction. And I think people, you know, you can read it, you can see it, but if you can actually watch it, you're yeah. more engaged and you're more likely to want to go see the world's largest items, or you'll want to go to Greenville and see Marcoot or the Milk House, or, you know, you're going to be more engaged to do that because you're actually seeing it. Oh, yeah. And, and, and they're done so well. Well, and, and we're lucky. We have Andy Waterman in-house. And yeah. He, he is a true asset because he's got that experience. He's got the editing, the, the production. He's been on front of the camera. He's been, you know, a sports journalist. He's been on TV and one on TV. A lot of TV history with that, but we're fortunate because he does come 
with all of that. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, mm-hmm. I, I guess it was, I don't know if it was last year, the year before they did like a, the drive through of Greenville. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it was just beautiful. They did such a great job. Yeah. And uh, it does, it gets your attention and you do, you want to go take that drive yourself yeah. when you see those. Absolutely. And, and now, and I know this, but a lot of people might not know this, that you guys help out with advertising when, yep. yeah. How does that work? If a community... Or a museum wants to, like the Farm Heritage Museum. Sure. Say they're having an event. They need to help with the advertising. How do they go about, what how, What do they do? So we're mostly a membership-based organization too. Mm-hmm. So there's different levels of membership that you can come in at. And it kind of also depends too on how much or what your marketing budget would be. That oh, kind sure. of puts you in the right perspective. And then we can help, um, we enhance a portion of... Uh, any advertising. So you can, that's billboards, TV, radio, print, um, be pretty much anything. So we can help enhance some of that. And, uh, cause we are funded by the state. And so that's how we give back to the communities is, is by helping them with advertising. Yeah. I think a lot of people don't know that you do that. And that is a big mm-hmm. help. Um, my other life, I work in radio and I've worked with, with your group on, you know, for other communities aside from Greenville. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's a, that's a big help because, yeah. uh, it can it can get expensive to promote your 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 event or whatever's happening. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. So, um, I don't know what in all your time, your nine years. <laughs> is there anything that stands out um, aside from Greenville? I mean, sure. is there anything that stands out as like something that is so unique to our part of the state that? Uh, I don't know. This is kind of a weird oh question. It, well, <laughs> it's it is so hard because they're again twenty two counties, um, and every place has its own identity. Every place has its own identity. I mean, you know, you could if you start on the eastern region, like you said, we talked about the world's largest in Casey, and then if yeah. you go to Alney, you can you can search for white squirrels. Yeah, know, which that's pretty just, unique. Yeah. People Both love of those it. places, yeah, it's 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 crazy. And then if you go to Jasper, well, then you've got. I mean, Jasper has um, just a ton of great things. They are obviously well known for home of um, uh, the the snowman, frosted snowman, Burl Ives. I didn't know that. Surprise! <laughs> yes, yes. So that's now that's not all they're known for, but. That's, you know, that's something that's a little different. Um, I'm kind of in my mind, I'm going yeah, down take the a little road trip. Yeah, I'm, I'm on the road trip now. So yeah, we started the world's largest. Oh, and then while you're up there, this interesting. Um, if you're at the world's largest, then you can stop by a little place called Moonshine. Oh, I have heard. Have you heard about this? Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's a burger joint. And, yeah. I, and I say that with with love, but it is, um, it's amazing. They open up bright and early in the morning and they cook hamburgers and you can show up anytime. But if you're not there, but I think it's, if don't quote me on this, but I think it's one o'clock. If you're not there by one o'clock, the, 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 it's the, done. It's done. That's it. I love it. It's a great place for uh, bike groups. Yep. Um, Cause it is literally in the middle of nowhere, but it's, it's so, and people do travel. They travel to check it out. Cause it's so different. It's so unique. Right. So you can do that. Um, we talked about Jasper County. Um, I'm kind of moving through some stuff. Um, God. I, I put I got, you on the spot. You did put me, and then you got well. You got Carlisle Lake, which is the oh, world's yeah. largest lake, and then um, man-made man-made lake. Ma- yes, 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 yes. Yeah, Excellent. that's good for you. <laughs> Kudos. Um, and then you know you've got Ducoin, Ducoin State Fairgrounds, which always has a lot of things going on. Well, 
you know. Yeah. Um, and uh, if you travel further west, you've got Prairie de Rocher. And so you've got uh, Fort Deschard, which is um, oh. a really cool uh, yeah. Yeah, um, uh, French, French, and um, if I get this wrong, I apologize. Um, French Fort, if you will. I've been um, there. They do a lot of reenactments there. It's a really yeah. cool place. It's a really nice drive. Um, you've got a small community, Maystown, which is a, a very sm- uh, tiny little community, but it's it's very cool. It's got an old bridge. It's very picturesque. Oh, yeah. It's you know. So my God, I, I could probably go through every county and and hit at least one to five things. Yeah, and something that's nowhere else that. It might be a one, right. one of a kind. Yeah. That's right. I think, um, yeah, it takes a while. Um, I'm a transplant, so it took me a while to, mm-hmm. to realize there's that many cool things in this area, but they're there. That's they're right. out there and they're calling you. Come see us. They are. They're calling you. <laughs> come to Nashville and come to uh, Oakville and yeah. um, go to Rainbow Ranch. And um, that's actually that. a cool place. What's Rainbow Ranch? So Rainbow Ranch, um, it's, um, it's, it's a ranch and... Uh, it's, it's about Clearly. rainbows. It's and- about, no. <laughs> no, I mean, it is, yes, because it's so fantastic, but it's very interactive. You can walk around. Alan, who owns um, Rainbow Ranch, um, he's very engaging, which okay. is fantastic. And you can walk around. They've got um, your your typical farm animals. Okay. But then he also has camels. He has zebras. He has... Um, I love going there. It's a lot of fun. I'm giving him a go. Real, real good plug right now. But um, yeah, it's really, it's really fun. It's really engaging. And you're up close to the animals. That's awesome. You know, they're not just, some of them are behind. You okay. Know, some like, things, but some you can just walk up. Like you, I would get kisses from camels. Who, who could say that? You know? I can't say that. Um, but it's it's a lot of fun. So again, Rainbow these, little, these crazy little things in and throughout the communities that people don't know oh, about. I know. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. I love it. So put that on your list, Rainbow Ranch, unless you've already been there, then, <laughs> well, take me because I've never been. Elaine will be ready. Yes. I'll be right there outside waiting for you. Um, yeah. There's so much going on. How can they find out more about your organization, Illinois South Tourism? Well, first of all, um, the website is always something good to go to. So IllinoisSouth.org um, is a great place to co- to go and visit. Um, you can get uh, restaurant ideas, uh, trip ideas. You can get um, things that are open, things fun things for families to do. Um, Facebook is always another good platform as well. Um, we have our videos on YouTube, um, Instagram. So yeah, but I would say right now, um, the website is probably the best. We do also have these books in some city halls yeah. um, in your communities, um, also at the tourist information centers that are along the interstate. And um, yeah, and we can always mail one to you. So give us a call. There you go. Well, I appreciate you joining me today. It was a pleasure. It was, I really enjoyed this. It was painless, except for that one question, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it kind of caught me because it's like then I had to bring like me- twenty two <laughs> counties down to like one. Tell me the thing. best thing you've ever seen in your life. No, um, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. No, um, but I enjoyed this. It but, was really great. Yeah, it's so fun, and and uh, I'm glad that this uh, has given us a chance to get to know know each other more and uh, taking advantage of our downtime, as it were. A yes, bit. yes. And thank everyone for tuning in to the Greenville Smart Podcast, and if you need to rewind and get that information again, well, by all means do. Or if you want to contact me, I can always connect you to Christine. And I'm going to steal a couple of those magazines and they'll be uh, downstairs in the Smart Center as well. So you can find out there. And as always, thanks again to our sponsors, Greenville University, Greenville Smart, the Smart Center. 
Find out more, greenvillesmart.com. And the Greenville Chamber of Commerce. Join us. Uh, we always do uh, enjoy uh, adding to our membership. And Bradford National Bank. Thank you so much for sponsoring the Greenville Smart Podcast. And we will talk to you again next week. Take care. Take care.